Welcome back to The Big Talk with Noah Michael. Today we're going to be talking about self-concept. For a long time in my life, I've always been a shy person. I would hide from others and try to only talk to people I knew. I even hid from my grandparents when we came to visit. Looking back on it now, I can see how much I've improved throughout my life, but I could still grow. I would always look at others and try to be like them, just because they were popular. But through a lot of self-reflection, I have made progress. Self-concept, today's topic, is the way people view themselves in comparison to other people. And through a process of self-reflection and realistic thinking, it's possible to achieve the ideal self we wish we could be. Into our first subtopic. The picture of ourselves we develop and structure over time is formed through our personal experiences and reflections. We call this picture our self-image. It's ever-changing and plays an important factor in our relationships with others and especially ourselves. In an informative article written by set to go they state, quote, When you stop to think about it, your self-image is actually made up of many small ideas that have been shaped and forged over time. Most of your self-image develops naturally without you thinking too much about it, end quote. Many times, a person's self-image is influenced by the people and experiences around them. Sometimes a person's self-image may be negative due to life experiences that were also negative. People can improve their self-image by fully understanding what their self-image is and finding the bad parts of it. The self-image of someone directly affects our self-esteem going forward. Alright, next up we're going to talk a little bit about our self-esteem. Self-esteem is how an individual accepts, approves, or values themselves which can either positively or negatively affect their self-concept. In an informational essay by Commonlit, the researchers state that both genetics and how a person is raised affect the person they become in their later years. The idea that humans develop from environmental influences as well from their family lines can be applied to our self-esteem as we age. Quote, The new definition of nurture has been expanded to include not just a person's family upbringing, but also everything they experience in their daily lives, including advertisements, media, education, peer influence, and home environments, end quote. Both what we grow up surround ourselves with, as well as our genetics, can influence our self-esteem. A friend may be smarter than you, have more money than you, or could be more attractive. Some individuals may take these qualities as signs of their shortcomings, lowering their self-esteem. Genetics, such as the way you look or your abilities, may also affect the way you present yourself in your day-to-day -day life. Next up, let's hear a little bit about our ideal self. When we look at ourselves and see what we want to see both physically and emotionally, it's known as our ideal self. This version, in our mind, has no flaws, and your self-concept becomes absolutely positive. You have reached the greatest point you think you can be. When looking into the ideal self, there are many things that influence it in different ways, and Michael Argyle narrowed down the major influences to four topics, as shown in McLeod's 
article in a quote. Michael Argyle, 2008, says that there are four major factors which influence uh, our development. The ways in which others, particularly significant others, react to us, how we think we compare to others, our social roles, the extent to which we identify with other people, end quote. A person's ideal self develops through and is influenced by others' opinions of us, how we compare to others, our roles in relation to others, and how we identify with others. Ironically, much of our self-image is determined by others. This could make being around people that give us a feeling of less worth and difficult and counterproductive. To improve oneself's self-image, it would be beneficial, though difficult, to try and avoid comparing yourself to others and to be around people that make you feel valuable. And now we're going to dive a little deeper into my personal uh, thoughts on this matter. Um, I'm always trying to improve myself and my self-image throughout life. This doesn't mean that I am flawless, though. I can get nervous around others when I don't know and get wrapped in whatever I'm interested in. My dad describes this perfectly when I interviewed him. He said, quote, You're inquisitive whenever you want to learn something. You ask questions and do research online. And shy around people you don't know. End quote. Those parts of myself can't be changed or removed, but they can be improved on in the future. While I regularly work to better myself, there is still work to be done. I have time to decide what is best for me and what I can do to achieve that ideal self. In the same interview with my dad, he says, quote, My thinking is you go out and enjoy the world and experience everything you can, and you find what you enjoy, and those things influence what you do in life. Don't live vicariously through other people, end quote. This stood out to me during the interview because he showed me that to find yourself, you must live. You cannot learn about yourself in books or shows or anything like that, but with experiences and living and trying and failing and achieving things. Just to conclude, our ideal selves are made with years of realistic thinking and self-reflection. While our self-concept is how we see how we as people see ourselves when looking at others. We have seen what our self-image is, how that affects our self-esteem, and how to overcome that and become our ideal selves. We also talked about who we are now and what we will become later on. Yes, I was a shy kid. I still am. But I undermine my achievements due to how small they appear. I've grown so much. And now I can confidently step into my grandparents' house without having to hide. Thanks for listening. Make sure to tune in next time. This has been The Big Talk with Noah Michael.